Welcome to Nexus Podcast with, with my dad. I'm your host, and I'm Coco. This will change your life. What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you're tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, after hanging out this weekend with Coco, I had some realizations around an interesting movie that we watched. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast, where I talk all about giving after a funny movie that Coco and I watched together this weekend. Hope you enjoy. All right, Nexus fam. So here's my thought process on this one is that you can only sow rewards inside of your life if you choose to plant seeds. You can only sow rewards inside of your life if you choose to plant seeds. Now, I could go a million different ways with this conversation, but let me give you a little backstory on what I'm thinking and where my mind's at based on this episode and what happened with me this weekend with Coco. So Coco, Heather, and I are sitting around. We were watching a movie, a movie called The Lorax, which is an amazing movie. We had seen it before, but... I was struck by something interesting that I hadn't thought of before when we got to the very end of the film. And if you've seen The Lorax, then you know exactly what I'm about to say, or likely you do. But uh, if you haven't seen The Lorax before, here's the basic premise, is that there's a guy, he's called the Onceler. He comes to town, he chops down all the trefula trees. Um, those trefula trees provided life for other animals. And so there's this like barren place that the Onceler lives. And he chopped them all, all, chopped all the trees down out of greed, even though he was warned that bad things would happen as a result. So this kid... Uh, comes into the mix way, way, many, many, many years later. And he there's this girl that he has a crush on, and she's like, I would just about marry a guy who would you know, actually be able to plant a tree in our neighborhood. And there's more to the story than that, but I'll just keep it short for the sake of the conversation on the podcast. And so he goes on this mission to meet the Wunzler and see like where did the trefula trees actually go? Because there are no real trees in the community. All the trees are like plastic. They're all fake. Um, and so I got to thinking... And I'm watching this show unfold and the story unfold. And again, I've seen it before, but I never really thought about it in this way. But I really like over the last few months, I've had these conversations and thoughts in my head about giving. And like many of you know that I gave away all my surfboards. Uh, many of you know that I have been in this like this season of my life where I've felt compelled to give to certain causes or give to certain people or donate. And like, I'm always asking God, like, what can I give? Who can I give to? Whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's something else. And it just keeps coming up over and over again. So as I'm watching the Lorax at the end, I had this interesting realization. If you've seen the end of the Lorax, then you know what happens. This is what happens. This boy is at the Onceler's and he asked the Onceler, like, what can I do? I was told that you have the last seed. And the Onceler literally gives him, he gives away the last seed of the last trefula tree that could ever possibly be. And so the boy then goes on this quest to figure out how to plant and grow the seed. Remember that they've been so far detached from nature that there are no actual trees. There are no actual plants in the community that they live in. And so he has to figure out from this girl who he has a crush on is like, Hey, how do I plant and grow this thing? And lo and behold, he dumps some water on the seed. It starts to sprout. And then they go from there and figuring out how to plant it. But here's the coolest part is that he, from getting this one seed was able to plant a trefula tree that no one had really ever seen before. And this led to a field, a massive field. So the movie literally ends with a field of little tiny baby trefula trees growing because of one thing and one thing only. And it's not just that this boy was willing to plant that seed. And like, when I say you get the fruits of your labor by planting seeds, like for sure, because this boy planted the seed, he 
saw not one trefula tree grow, but multiple of them because then they pollinate and they leave seeds and you get the idea. But the other interesting part of it for me is like, yes, he was planting seeds and there was this massive fruit of his labor where he completely transformed the society that he lived in. But there's another part that's interesting to me. And that part is this, is that when this boy went to the onceler, the onceler had the seed and he had had it for a long time and he never planted it himself. He could have planted it. What the onceler was doing was hoarding it. And guess what happens when we hoard stuff inside of our lives? And I don't mean physical stuff. I'm not talking about the TV show hoarders, right? But what I'm talking about is like, if we are greedy with our money, if we are greedy with our time, if we can't be generous to the people to love or we people that we care about or the things or the causes of what God asks us to do and support, then how could we ever see fruits? How could we ever plant seeds if we're so greedy with those seeds? And so the coolest part of this movie for me as I'm watching it is that the oncer was literally willing to give away to this boy that he barely even knew, give away the last seed of the last trefula tree. And as a result of giving it all away, he was then able to see this massive field of little tiny baby trefula trees just a few years later. And it's such a cool and interesting concept because it had me thinking about two things. It's like, one, we have to be willing to plant seeds. Like you have to be willing, like the boy had no idea what to do with the seed, but his willingness to plant it, the willingness to do something with it, the willingness to do something brought all of this fruit inside of his life. And not only inside of his life, but also into the lives of like every single person uh, following that who would be able to uh, experience the joys of the trefula trees in the first place, which would mean cleaner air, which would mean some of the animals come back and it would create this whole uh, trickle down effect from him changing the ecosystem by being willing to plant one seed. And so my question for you, the first question for you is this, is in this thought process of planting seeds, like where in your life do you feel like you could do a better job planting seeds, like sowing into other people, planting seeds inside of relationships, planting seeds inside of your physical body, planting seeds inside of your marriage, planting seeds inside of your business, like doing things that are uncomfortable, doing things that you're unsure of, doing things that push you outside of your comfort zone so that when you plant those seeds later in life, you will actually see the fruits of that planting in the first place. Because here's what I know is that if the boy in the Lorax would have refused to plant the seed, just like the Wunzler did, then things would have stayed the exact same. And this is the most interesting part of the conversation is that if we aren't willing to do something different and do something that we haven't done before, then things will stay the exact same. Like I hear people all the time who are, they feel like they're stuck in a job or they don't like the relationship that they're in, or they don't like the amount of money that they're making, or they don't like their connection to God, but they're not willing to change certain things. Like I was just having a conversation and uh, somebody was talking about, you know, they don't necessarily like going to the church, but it's like, well, okay, you could change. You could go to a different church. And it's like, nah, I don't, I don't really know if I want to do that. It's like, well, how could you expect anything to be different if you never planted a different seed? And so inside of this movie, there's like such this powerful, profound message. And I know this isn't even what the movie was about, but it's where my head went with it is like twofold. One Where are you willing to plant seeds inside of your life to see the fruits of your labor later? Like Heather and I literally, when like people ask all the time, they're like, how did you guys like come from Georgia, from Indiana and then to Georgia and then out to California and like build this practice? It just doesn't seem like that's a logical thing to do. Number one. And number two, it just doesn't seem like it's really possible. Like not a lot of people do that. Well, what you don't know is that Heather and I for literally three years while we were in chiropractic school, literally sat down almost every single weekend and we were planting seeds 
that we knew we were going to sow and harvest later. And the planting seeds were figuring out exactly how we were going to run our business, what all of our systems and processes were, how we were going to market, how we were going to have conversations with people, where we were going to build relationships, who we could build relationships with, figuring out names and core values and like all the things and how we wanted our process and how we wanted our office to look. We had this big vision for exactly what we wanted it to look like before we ever stepped into the unknown and actually did it. And so because we had done so much preparation, because we had planted so many seeds inside of our lives, so we had planted so many seeds inside of our minds, there was no uh, there was no other option than to reap the rewards of the benefits because we had planted those seeds. And like you've heard this before, is like you reap what you sow, right? And there's so many ways to think about this and there's so many conversations and paths that we could go. But the idea is that if you don't plant the seeds, then you're never gonna see the field grow. You're never going to see the new trefula trees pop up. You're never going to see any of the rewards or you're not going to sow the things inside of your life because you refuse to plant the seed in the first place. The other part of this conversation is like having a willingness to give and not to hoard. And I think this is an interesting one too, because I feel like so often we live in such a poverty mindset that we hoard and hoard and hoard and hoard and hoard. And this is the thing, is that if we think about the onceler, this conversation of the onceler inside the Lorax, like he didn't care that he was chopping down every single tree in the entire Truffula forest. Like he chopped down all the trees. The very last tree came down and he was still making his needs for people to sell to people until he ran out of trees. And so because he was such in a scarcity mindset, he just kept selling and selling and selling and selling and never decided to give, never decided to give back to nature, never decided to do anything. And so because he was just hoarding, 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 eventually he ran out of the very thing that would actually bring him more money. And if he would have been willing to give, if he would have been willing to plant another seed instead of just taking, 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 if he would have been willing to give back to nature, then he would have created something that could have been infinitely more abundant. But he literally burnt out the entire land. And so it's interesting at the same token is like this onceler who was so greedy at the end of the show, at the end of the movie, he comes back and he's like, I'm going to give to this boy who I barely know the last seed of the last truffula tree and his willingness to give it away, his willingness to donate it allowed for something radically different to be possible. And so this brings me into this conversation of like, where in your life are you hoarding? And maybe it's not money, but maybe it's something else. Where in your life are you holding back? Where in your life are you keeping things hidden or secret, but if you would just let them go and plant them or share them with other people, like it could have a radical and profound impact on your life. One of the things for me, I'll just share this story because I think it's very relevant to the conversation is I had for the longest time, I want to start a coaching program. So I wanted to help other chiropractors be able to communicate, be able to do what we do inside of our office in just a different way, a way that gets more people under chiropractic care, that reaches more people, that speaks to more people at a deep level, that isn't all pain-based. Yes, we get people out of pain, but that's not the primary thing that we do with people. And like, just see other chiropractors thrive, like see other people's lives get radically transformed by chiropractic instead of it being a pain conversation. Cause so much of what I've seen in my office is like, when we talk about something other for other than pain, people are like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know chiropractic could help with that. And that's the whole point of it is like, I'm not doing it all for me. Like I'm not doing the coaching program for me. It's because I want more people to experience what I experience as a result of chiropractic care, which is more presence, which is more productivity, which is a better marriage. Of course I make more money as a result. Like all the things that are possible inside of any 
anyone's life. I wanted other people to be able to experience that. And I knew that I couldn't adjust everybody. So what do I do? The only next logical step is to start to give away my knowledge, like literally teach other people the things that I was teaching. But for so long, I just hoarded that info. I was like, I was scared that people would steal it. I was scared that it wouldn't be received well. I was scared that, you know, um, I might look stupid or I might look foolish or somebody was doing it better than me or I haven't been in the chiropractic game long enough. And who am I to give other people advice? And what I realized is that's all just BS. It's BS stories inside of my head, keeping me trapped, keeping me safe, keeping me hostage to where I was inside of my life. And the interesting part about it is I couldn't even come out of that If we go back to when I was teaching, I couldn't come out of that being a hostage to myself until I started chiropractic care because I realized there were so many more possibilities in my life that I was preventing myself from achieving. And that's a conversation for a different time. But the point of it is this, is like where in your life are you hoarding that knowledge, hoarding those skills, hoarding your money, hoarding your things that you have that you don't even need anymore that you could let go of that would probably be infinitely more abundant to somebody else and bring you more rewards and help you so more inside of your life. And so... I think that the question becomes this, is that where inside of your life are you playing small? Where are you not planting the seeds and also not reaping the rewards of what you've sown because of just an unwillingness to do so? And I know that I've certainly been there in my life. There are things that I'm certainly there with. One of my goals by the end of this year is to write two books. Um, massive lofty goal. I'm fully aware of that, but like I'm done just hoarding the information and the knowledge. Like I got to put it down on paper. It's got to get out of my brain. I have to plant a seed and I have to plant a seed into other people's lives and a seed into myself so that I can reap the things that I want to reap inside of my life. But it only comes as a result of sowing and planting seeds in the first place. And so my friends, I'd leave you with that is where inside of your life, could you plant another seed? Where inside of your life could you give something away, give something that no longer serves you that could actually serve somebody else and help radically change the world, just like this idea of the Lorax did, the Onceler giving away the very last trefula seed to create this field, massive field of baby trefula trees that would have never been possible if it weren't for his willingness to one, give it all away, and number two, the boy be willing to plant a seed even though he had no idea what to do with it. So my friends, that's what I have for you on this episode. If you got some value out of it, do me one of two things. One, leave this podcast a rating. Two, share it up with somebody who needs to hear it. And I will come at you again next week. I love and appreciate every single one of you for listening every single week. You guys are the absolute best. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.